Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book I Am Malala, the story of the girl who stood up for education and was shot by the Taliban. In the beginning of the 21st century, most people living in peaceful countries enjoyed comfortable lives, and they saw the right to education as a given. They could hardly imagine that under the same sky, many corners of this world were full of war. The dark places were overrun with fear. Citizens of those countries were being tossed between endless oppression and torment, and countless children were yearning for education and equal treatment, but they struggled in vain. They may have been impacted by poverty, illness, or war, but all of them wanted the world to hear their voices, and the author of this book Malala Yousafzai was one of them. Malala was born to a normal family in the Swat Valley of Pakistan. When frequent terrorist activity broke out in Pakistan, and an anti-government organization the Taliban controlled their small village in the Swat Valley, she refused to be silent. Instead, she stood up to her oppressors and fought for the right to an education. She was regarded as the terrorist organization's enemy, a label that put her life in jeopardy. She was shot by a terrorist at the age of 15. After miraculously surviving, she became the youngest person to ever win the Nobel Peace Prize at the age of 17. I Am Malala, the autobiographical account of these experiences was on the New York Times bestseller list for over a year. In the book, she reveals a terrorist organization's evil deeds and darkest facets, giving an account of her extraordinary struggle to secure women's right to education. Time magazine commented, in trying to silence this Pakistani schoolgirl, the Taliban amplified her voice. She is now a symbol of the struggle for women's rights all over the world. Malala mentions in her book that there are 57 million children in the world who have not been able to attend elementary school and Pakistan is one of the countries where this problem is most serious. In 2014, the World Bank released a report that showed there were 7 million people in Pakistan who were deprived of education, and two-thirds of those people were women. Most of the people who have lost out on schooling don't have basic arithmetic, reading, or other language skills. A UNESCO survey found that the main barriers that stand between children and education are gender, geography, poverty, and armed conflicts, those conflicts being one of the top reasons that students are unable to attend school. Among elementary-aged children that are unable to attend school, over one-third of them live in areas impacted by war or similar conflicts. Maybe we have no way to imagine how people live in Pakistan, especially in the areas and times most heavily impacted by conflict and terrorism. When their lives are hanging in the balance, do they still have dreams? When facing hardships, do they choose to be resigned to their fate, or do they stand up and fight? Do the children learn from their life experiences instead of learning from teachers? All of these questions will be answered after we have finished listening to this bookie. In this bookie, we will see what we can truly gain from Malala Yousafzai in three parts. Part 1, A Cry for Freedom in the Face of Taliban Terrorists. Part 2, A Struggle for Education Under the Oppression of the Taliban. Part 3, A Call for World Peace After Being Attacked by the Taliban.
Malala Yousafzai was born in a beautiful village in Pakistan's Swat Valley. She belongs to the Pashtun ethnic group that mainly lives among several tribes in the borderlands between Pakistan and Afghanistan. In Pakistan's traditional culture, discrimination against women is particularly severe. If a son is born into a household, the family will fire guns into the air to celebrate, but there are no celebrations if a girl is born. For most women, their fate is decided at birth, to cook and to bear children. While boys are allowed to go to school, many girls can only remain at home. But Malala grew up in an open-minded and free household. When she was born, her father shot his gun into the air as if she had been a boy without considering any gender disparity. He even gave her the name Malala, after Afghanistan's biggest female hero. Her father said, I know there is something different about this child. He then encouraged his friends to throw treats, dried fruits and coins into his daughter's cradle, which is something that is traditionally only done for male babies. After graduating from college, Malala's father first taught English at a famous private university, but the salary was very low, and the school's management was extremely rigid, even to the point where friendships between professors were controlled. Because he was dissatisfied with the school's administration, he started a new school with his close friend and called it the Kashal School. Malala's father had always dreamed of opening schools with a free atmosphere. He thought education should be open to everyone regardless of class or gender, and he hoped to cultivate the students' abilities to think independently. These founders have seen their school through many hardships. First, they couldn't find students, then they were constantly losing money and had to borrow supplies to get by. Government officials would often ask them for bribes whenever they communicated. Later on, they couldn't even borrow money anymore, so Malala's father had to sell off his wife's gold bracelet. Then, two floods hit and nearly backed them into a corner. But her father did not give up. Only after her birth did their situation slowly improve, and the school started to break even. Malala has two younger brothers, but her parents treated all their children the same way, and they did not deprive their daughter of an education. Malala grew up in her father's school and moved throughout the building as she pleased. She loved learning, and her grades were excellent. She also loved school, because school was like her second home. Although Malala's grades were some of the highest in her school, she still made mistakes. When she was seven years old, she stole toys and jewelry from a girl who lived on the same street as her. She also stole almonds from the market and ate them because she couldn't resist the taste. To deal with this misbehavior, her father told her about famous people that had also made mistakes as children. Through these stories, Malala realized that it's not terrible to make mistakes, the important part is what can be learned in the process. Her father also inspired her with a Gandhi quote, Freedom is not worth having if it does not include the freedom to make mistakes. As Malala grew up, village life became a bit boring and she wanted to be a free bird, going out to see the world. However, due to the distinctive Islamic culture and ethnic customs in the Swat district, the women in that area must abide by traditional codes of conduct. When women in the village leave female exclusive spaces, they must be accompanied by male relatives, wear veils over their faces, and above all, they must not speak to men they are not closely related to. 
the women in that area have no right to make choices about their lives. Once a girl turns 10, her father can sell her to an old man to be his wife. Girls cannot express romantic interest in boys they like, because if they were found out, they would bring shame upon their entire family. One girl was even poisoned by her family for this reason. When there is a dispute between two families, a girl may even be sent to marry the least worthy boy in the rival family in order to settle the issue. These types of situations are common in the Swat village. When Malala asked her father why the women in her country were treated so unfairly, he told her how much worse women were treated in Afghanistan. That country had been taken over by a group called the Taliban, girls' schools were burned to ash, and girls were not allowed to attend school. Every woman was forced to wear shuttlecock-like burqas that only leave a small hole for the eyes. Women couldn't laugh loudly, they couldn't wear white shoes, they couldn't wear nail polish. If a woman broke a rule, she will be beaten and locked in prison. After hearing all of this, Malala thought she was lucky to live in Swat. She deeply felt that compared to Afghan women, it would be enough that school would always be there and she could keep learning. Malala read Anna Karenina and Jane Austen novels. She worked hard to trust in her father's words Malala is free as a bird, and to truly embody that free bird. Malala liked to buy clothes in shops, unlike the other local girls that would wear homemade clothes. In Swat Village, women who reach a certain age must cover their faces when they leave their homes. But up through age 10, Malala still did not cover her face, and her father encouraged her to keep it uncovered. Long before, she had made up her mind not to live like most women in SWAT, and she dreamed of leaving the valley. When women's basic dignity is not guaranteed, when faced with atrocities and policies that treated women's lives to dirt, the teenage Malala pursued a life of freedom. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.